Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Charisma O'Keefe. I am Angelica Yard, and we talk about business and life and all the stuff that happens in between, which a lot of stuff happened in between this week, so we're going to be talking about the in-between. So if it's not your your jam, feel free to skip to next week or go back and listen to another episode. So I hate everything, and everything is terrible. That's- it's also September. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to start with the happy September. Okay. Everything is terrible. But it is a new month, it so we will month. say yeah. happy September. We are finally inching towards the last of summer. And I was moving. really looking forward to, like, I've been, like, waiting for, you know, September, October, November, December. Like, I actually, from, like, September 1st to, like, mid-January is my favorite time of the year because um, my birthday is mid-January so yeah it's just like you know holiday filled and you know we have fake fall down here in Florida because we don't have real fall so yeah I'll catch the end of real fall in DC and I may or may you not get real down a few more times I think that like I feel like I've been back and forth to DC since we recorded I don't know I just I've been going back and forth so much um, so you I did. Might, didn't you? I feel like I that's the so. thing that yeah, I'm like, I feel like that was after our last recording. It's just like we're going so often. So yeah, we'll probably go at least one more time before we move. Um, so yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy that it's fall, but everything else is terrible. Like it just <laughs> oh yeah, like I just you know it's. I, I I don't know how this year like could get worse, but I don't want to tempt it because I'm sure that I it could. Say, please stop. Yeah, I'm sure that it could. And it keeps getting worse. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that it could because it's just like I feel like I couldn't like if you asked me to like imagine all like just take a year and like what are all the worst things that could happen? Like I don't even think I could have imagined this. You know. No, I don't think there. If you did, like, shout out to you. You probably are an actual psychic and are, you know, winning the lottery all the time because it just, there's been so many things that have happened out of left field that have been like, didn't know that was a possibility, but here we are. That, yeah. That's a thing that could happen. Thanks. <laughs> so, you know, obviously, we all know that Chadwick Bozeman died, um, you know, just recently. And obviously, everything is terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I like, I don't even know how to like, you know, I don't know how to talk about it still. It's just like, really like I was just upset. I actually, for the first two hours after I found out, I just sat on my couch and like cried and like would read stuff and then cry again. And it was just terrible. Um, and like, it's funny. Cause like, you know, I, it was kind of like in the evening when the news broke, yeah. it was um, like 11 o'clock it was late yeah. like it was old lady i'm getting ready to go to i bed. actually I was texted preparing for yeah bed. so i texted morgan and i like she and i have like obsessed over black panther together a ton and so i like she goes to bed early so i was just like i don't even know if she's gonna be awake so like the first thing i texted her was i was like uh are you awake because i was like i don't want to deliver this news but I was like, are you awake? And she's like, I heard. And I was like, oh, no. Because I, I wouldn't have woken her up. I would have been like, cool, let her sleep and have like one more night of happiness. Um, not not <laughs> happiness because it's 2020. I know what you but, mean, but it's yeah. like the life yeah. with like the before and after. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, But yeah, she already knew. And yeah, it was just terrible. It's just, 
you know, everybody like texting and messaging each other and just being like, what is this? Like I just, and you know, I, I was walking yesterday and I listened to like the first 20 or 30 minutes of the read, um, while my walk and like, they pretty much summed it up by being like, how is it that like you take Chadwick Boseman, but like, Trump is still walking around like why why like I I just don't understand and I hate to be hateful like obviously I don't wish death on anyone but it's just so hard to understand like how can you be like the kindest you know most sincere sweetest hard-working talented person and then you're gone but like all of these evil people are just like running around and killing people and and just fucking it all up basically and they're still just having a good, having a great day, probably laughing and drinking right now. Um, so yeah, it's just frustrating and I hate everything and I probably will never be over it. So that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Just bad. I mean, I collectively, I think there is moms that I have known that were on the internet that were talking about it because obviously, you know, this is a thing that impacts our children a lot and so there are people who had older kids obviously especially when the movie also i keep thinking it came out a very long time ago and it's been maybe it just came out (laughs) it's been two years in my brain i was like well maybe it was like four years ago and these kids like that was like no 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 it's been two years yeah that is it Mm -hmm. so um collectively looking at pictures and trying to figure out when you know how old kids were so anyway people were just trying to figure out whether and how to explain this or talk to their children about it because to me I think about my first first of all my first thought is that one of my closest friends was a child when Christopher Reeves got into his accident and obviously that was a big deal and so I really wanted to get his perspective because he was obsessed with Superman as every child was (laughs) at that time um and but it didn't really affect the film you know the films didn't really get affected because those films had mostly already come out like they were already there yeah. out and for public consumption whereas this is so different because it was in the precipice in the middle of a trilogy of films allegedly that were uh-huh. supposed to come out and this is something that i've had an issue with and if anybody knows me and probably melissa can attest to this that I've, we've sat down for coffee and i've asked this so many times well how does marvel know that nothing bad will happen to these actors and uh-huh. they keep releasing these dates that are so like 10 years 15 you know so far out yeah. And I remember, like, I've said this so many times, and this is this is what happens. It's traumatic. Like, it is mm-hmm. awful for the fans. It is not good news. It's, and I understand they want people to look forward to something and have something on to to kind of do what DC didn't and like be smarter about it and get the hype ready and get people more excited to buy more tickets, obviously, and go see these films. But it is traumatic to think that this person was only at the beginning of their contract. <laughs> like, yeah. with this, this film and this is not to do with anything of the other films and the other body of work because obviously amazing body of work yeah. amazing yes. amazing acting i like i've said several times get on up is my favorite chapter postman film it is if you have not seen it please go see it it's wonderful there it's just it's good like i if you know anything about james brown you knew he had like a crazy life and, and not to say just crazy but like a, a wild life like his life was very strange and he dealt with a lot of trauma and i think that he did a good job of portraying that and there was like several moments where he broke the fourth wall and like he was funny and it was really well written and well shot and well acted um so to to make a long story short a lot of people did tell their kids and there was 
a group of us that were kind of like, you know what? We're seeing the trend of people telling their children it not going well. No, Kids are no. sobbing. There are pictures on the internet of, of funerals, which I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Um, so, because I am very private. So I think I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't. Gonna take a break. <laughs> it's like, I, I know that for, like, obviously for some parents, like they couldn't hide it from their kids because of depending on their age and stuff. But yeah. like, if your child is super young, you know, obviously I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kid, but I'm just like, I didn't handle it well. And I am a grown adult in my <laughs> Well, so, and also, I think about we didn't have the. I don't know about you. Like, I feel like you, your mom probably was better at like talking about things with you. Like, no, you wasn't. Or anything, <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember when Princess Diana died, but my family had no discretion. This was like oh. all out for consumption for every person in yeah. the household, whether you yeah. like it or not. It was very the news extra. Everything was on all the time. Very yeah. gruesome details, talking about every single moment of this the last seconds of this woman's life and for people who did look up to princess well she wasn't like my personal hero but she definitely was someone that was she was a princess when we were little yeah so really liked her so the fact that she had this very traumatic death and also this very long drawn out news cycle that we were exposed to very young i just that was my first that was like my first i guess big celebrity Mm -hmm. death Ever. And so when I was thinking about that and trying to figure out how you can process, I was like, you know what? We don't have to. Like, if it comes up, it comes up. We had just read a book we've been reading. She has the first, like, the little reader book. We had read it, like, Wednesday last week. And uh, we had watched a movie maybe two weeks ago and pajamas all the time. So, we, I mean, she, it's not that we never stop talking about Black Panther. Like, it's a thing that happens in the house all the time. But I'm like, the next time we bring it up, if it's a, a situation that comes up or questions, and maybe we'll bring it up. But I'm not gonna like forcibly sit down and be like, oh, let's talk about yeah, let's talk about the news last night. <laughs> like I'm like so you're five. You I feel like, like the first news cycle that I do remember is the Princess Diana news cycle, and the second big one that I remember was actually uh, Bill Clinton um, and Monica. Oh yeah, that, that I mean all the same news. And here. I feel like my mom didn't talk to me about either one of those, but like I also feel like my mom doesn't like she didn't understand how to like do tech things at all so it's like it's like she it would be one thing if she didn't talk to me about it and then like made sure like I'm not gonna run into information on my own you know but like my mom I, I remember her being like charisma I can't get the VCR to work and like me having to like learn how to like do stuff like that at such a young age because my mom just like refused to learn anything tech anything you know she just outright refused for like years um so yeah and I think like in general like the 90s were just a time when like parents were just like whatever they're kids like there's just no guidance like I don't know it was just I don't know it was it was wild um and I like I remember when I remember being like young still like I it was in like ninth grade maybe when Aaliyah died and that really being like a really hard death for me and really hard to understand and I also don't remember my mom doing anything and talking to me about that at all either because my mom is just very much like if things aren't pleasant I don't want to talk about them um so yeah (laughs) it's just like I feel like there's like obviously like that happy medium where like if you have a kid that's that age then you have that conversation or if they're going to be exposed to media because they're at an age where they have a little bit more access to media then maybe you want to have that conversation but if not you might want to wait because you know, it's not necessarily something that they need to know right now. And I think that it's also how you deliver the news is very important because like, obviously like I am 
in my mind, I'm like, you know, T'Challa, T'Challa, Black Panther's dead. Like, I'm very, like, upset, and these are the things that are going through my mind. But if I happen to talk to my goddaughter about it, like, I'm going to be very clear in saying that, you know, the actor who played Black Panther and making that separation for her a bit so that it's not quite as traumatic. And then just reminding her, like, or not reminding because she probably doesn't know, but letting her know that it was a comic book series and how Black Panther came to be and just more about it um, to know that it will live on as well, you know, because I think that there's uh, definitely like, you feel better about that. I think as a kid also, like we watch movies that were like older that had people in it that had already died or that you know maybe just were like 20 30 years older now and we never like made that connection to be like this is an old movie we just like watched it um well, we did but you're, you're that's what, like like in my house it was like oh yeah you remember that person died from like a car accident or like you know what I mean? like, oh no like I, like but like, like i don't think my mom would have known who any like my mom doesn't know who anybody yeah. like oh, no, any actors or anything like, is yeah when you so drew barrymore well, my mom definitely because she grew up like Drew Barrymore is her like age, maybe yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. high school around time, and she's like, "Yeah." When I was in like middle school, I was just doing like, like work, and like Drew Barrymore was out like smoking crack. Like you know what I mean? Like, oh all, like, my god! <laughs> no, there was no discussion wow. in my house about like grown up things. Which just like I'm not traumatized. I'm not upset. I'm, I didn't grow up like I wouldn't do that to my child. But yeah. It wasn't, yeah like like i really like had a very thorough worldview of how the world works like mm-hmm. we watched a lot of entertainment tonight See, and, and like extra it's so interesting stuff. how you're like i had a thorough view of how the world worked because my mom doesn't to this day so like that <laughs> explains like my brothers and i have to explain so many things to my mom so it's it was it was interesting because i just feel like i had to you know figure stuff out on my own or just talk to other people about it because she just doesn't like things just go right over her head she doesn't get it um but yeah i mean i definitely uh, my, I don't think my family necessarily deals super well with death, um, but I, I guess I've done okay with it. Like, I don't know. Um, I guess you just do the best you can. And, and to me, I think that like talking about it with people and I see obviously a lot of people are like sharing their art and things like that. And like, you know, finding a way to like celebrate someone's life is always, I think, a positive way to go about it. Um, it's still really like too fresh right now for me to be like, I can be positive because I, I don't really feel like I can be super positive about it. But, you know, I feel like it's it's healing to, to talk about it and to try to celebrate someone's life and to look at like those positives, I guess. And then eventually over time, you know, things you start to feel better. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all we can do just be the best person you can be i don't think that we need to um uplift any like we can uplift his life without setting the standard of working well ill i don't think that's the thing that needs to Absolutely happen not. yeah that's uh, you there's know. Some, yeah there's a lot of nuances in the conversations that came up obviously because we're people and people have different opinions but i think for to keep it on you know, contract with business and everything is that if you are dealing with an illness, first of all, it's not like, I, I really love that the news came from him and his family and we didn't yeah. get like a TMZ. That's what we just found out about it. Yeah. It was like, it, we hadn't had that in so long. So for me, that was refreshing because it was like, I didn't have to get it from TMZ. Like, I feel like that's been the standard. And I think 
And it was so terrible how they handled Kobe's death like earlier this year. So after seeing that terrible reporting and like not people not knowing what was going on and just like false reports coming out left and right because everybody just wanted to get the story first. Yeah. Like it was just too much happening. So um, I like that. I like the discretion. I'm very much a real genius move in silence type person. And this is probably very similar to, I feel like how my life moves and how I, so I could react, really relate to that portion of like having a very small inner circle. They're just, I don't know how to operate without it. And so it was kind of, I, not that it was nice, but it was nice that that was a thing that happened and that people respected it. And that, because I feel like there's so much, push on entrepreneurs to only make money if you are transparent and what i have to say like that's an option that is a thing that you can do however there are people who are billionaires you do not know them you know nothing about them you they are not on social media they are not in your face they are not like taking you out on lives to have coffee if you want to do that that's totally fine i think that's a thing that can happen and that's your personality and you love connecting with your audience in social ways and i think that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but i hate that it's become like the standard amongst warriors and coaches that you need to be more transparent i don't need to be i don't have to be on social media to make money like, yeah i want it because i i was not posting and still made money and i was just fine yep and i still don't post about the other things that i do like i don't post on my server like i don't do like i just don't <laughs> like i don't have to and you can you can be uh-huh. a business online and make money and not post about it Ever since like, Jones. It's so oh. true. Like some so many people have been talking to me and they've been like, Oh, like you just started posting for like the candles. Like I was wondering what was going on. And I was like, because I've actually been too busy <laughs> to do it. So yeah. and I mean like it, it just works that way sometimes. Like, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it's like when you have a reputation, you know, that is like amongst people in the real world and not on social media, like that can make a massive difference. And definitely his life and his career is like a testament to that because there are people that are like social media famous as far as like actors and stuff. And they don't really get roles of the same quality of what he got, you know? Yeah. And it's not just saying don't be on social media. Like if you like social media, like sure be on social media, but it's just like, there's definitely like, you can see when someone has that like talent to back it up. Yep. So I think you can, Move on to the other thing that happened in like. Well, I just have to say really quick because this is a really funny story that so Disney sells um like Black Panther like face masks right and like about I think like two weeks ago I had gone and got like a ton of different like assortment like Star Wars Black Panther different Marvel ones whatever and um you know I just bought like random ones that John and I could like essentially like wash and then like both wear separately if that makes sense. Um, and so the other day he was going out to get something and he picked up the Black Panther mask and I was like, that's mine. Like, it just was very much out of nowhere because Chad McWilson had like just died yesterday. Um, and so <laughs> I wasn't prepared to like be so, uh, aggressive and he was like, he like slowly puts it down. So anyways, I went to go buy him one yesterday, but again, grief manifests itself in super weird ways. But anyways, so yeah, so I have that mask. And, um, I was telling my friend Margo about it, uh, cause she's looking for masks cause her family 
was just asking about the different masks at Disney and I was like yeah they have like the Black Panther one she's like oh like uh she's like do you have it like can I see it and I was like sure and I said to John I was like hey babe can you grab my Black Panther mask and because I had like a whole bunch of stuff in my lap and he's like yeah no problem so he gets up comes back with my Halloween Black Panther mask (laughs) And I was like, I just meant my face mask that like I have to wear because COVID, not my actual that. But thanks. That's great. And then I was wondering, I was like, can I wear this places? Like would this, you know, it covers my no, mouth. Probably not. But we should post a picture of your Black Panther actual like Halloween mask since we have one. Yeah. On the social can see what we're talking about because it's very funny (laughs) yeah I like uh, that year I wore like a full-on like it covered my whole face Black Panther mask so sitting out hanging out on the patio as people walked by (laughs) yeah I want to say that was 2016 that was like after Civil Civil War but before the Black Panther movie Mm -hmm. yeah so my favorite costume to date and also my legs look really great in that outfit but that's another story (laughs) so yeah we can talk about the verses which was very shocking for me I love that you were like I I love first of all the vindication a little bit because I feel like I told you yeah so okay so people don't know this but we had an episode that Angelica and I recorded that ended up getting lost and during this episode like they had just announced that they're doing the verses for Brandy and Monica. And I was like, Oh, like, that's so exciting. Like, that'll be so fun for them. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like they're going to have so much fun. I'm so excited for them. And Angelica was like, they don't like each other. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, no, that's just for the song. Like they're, they're friends. Like it was just a song. Angelica, and she's like, no, she's like, listen, I grew up in Atlanta. Like I know the things like we would hear the things and like, they're not friends. They do not like each other. The song is, is part of that. Like they do not enjoy each other's company. And so I was like, this can't be. And then we started talking about Moesha and how like terrible the show. I mean, like not the show, but the person of Moesha is. Um, but yeah, so I went in like being like, okay, like, because I think I had, like, Googled a few things, and I was like, all right, like, maybe Angelica's right. Like, maybe maybe they had a little bit of beef, but, like, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. They're both 40 now. But I'm it was good. not fine. <laughs> it was, it was not, not fine good. at all. And, oh, I mean, like, two minutes in, I had to text you, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, it was <laughs> much worse than I could have imagined. It was very – it was actually very uncomfortable to watch the whole thing. I – I think all of Black Twitter, shout out to everybody yep. who was like tweeting and like on my Instagram DMs and like we were all talking because we were all there. It was it was a moment for the girls. It was old, yeah. older millennials. We were living, we were thriving. It was for us this versus I was drama so nervous the whole time. Like, it's the type of thing that I would have liked to watch after the fact so that somebody could tell me, but also tell me like don't worry, no one's going to punch each other. Because I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, I think somebody might smack someone. When they were playing So Gone and Monica gets up and says, kick down your door and smack your chick and literally kicks down the physical, like the imaginary door and imaginary slap someone. The goon, like the Atlanta in me was so proud. <laughs> uh, it was wild. Monica lived all night long and it was... It was everything that I think all Monica fans wanted. Like everyone who's hashtag team Monica already knew this was going to happen. And I feel like, but it was good. It was good to see them 
interact. It was good for them to give flowers to people. It was good for Missy to be in the comments being like, y'all better behave. Like there were people who were like, y'all better behave. Y'all better get it together. And Solange and Tyler, the creator, talking about whether Monica was wearing boots or pants. It was a a black, like, I would just say, like, I went into this versus, like, not being afraid of Monica. And now I am. like damn I was like whoo and then it was funny because I was reading an article that said it at the VMAs in like 1998 I think that apparently they had like a physical altercation like backstage yeah like yeah if you watch if you go back and you watch the performance of the boys mind yeah tell (laughs) and so I'm like reading the article to John and literally like I haven't even like finished the article and John's like Monica got in that ass (laughs) I literally can't with you (laughs) like oh my gosh I was just like business lessons to learn from Brandy versus Monica number one they had 1.2 million people on Instagram live who have ever been on an Instagram live Versus has completely changed the way Instagram live operates. If anyone had noticed or was in the, like me on, because I was on Apple, I was on Instagram live, but the comments for Instagram live for versus is very different where you only see verified comments. Like I don't see the normal Jane Doe's you and I commenting, which I'm sure we were. Um, (laughs) You only see, it's like a sea of famous people, like people who are verified. So I thought that was very interesting the way the platform uh, you know, prioritizes people who have bigger followings in the comments for these even, I don't know if that's the thing they turn off for verses. I don't know if that's the thing they do for bigger accounts. I would love to know more about how the algorithm works for lives. I'm not in a lot of lives. There are lives happening all the time now through COVID. So I kind of pop in when I can, but I've never seen like just famous people talk, you know what I mean? Like it was just, just people who only were verified. Like there was not yeah. been in the beginning of the verses, like from the beginning, way back when it was like T-Pain, et cetera, you saw everybody's comment. Like it was everybody and anybody who could comment would, but this, you can only, they uplifted those people. So it was very interesting to see that they had it on multiple platforms. Obviously Apple TV was live. You they had a deal with Drizzly so that you could get Ciroc and free delivery when you put in verses or Ciroc or something use the code, which is really interesting to see how they use like a multi-platform situation to create an experience. But they also had a bunch of Ciroc on the stage and either one of yes. them. And <laughs> it's so funny because like people were tweeting like, Brandy needs to take a drink. Like she's really <laughs> nervous and stressed. Like she needs a drink. Oh my um, goodness. And I do yeah. think that that would have probably been beneficial. I don't know. I think she would have talked more and she was talking a lot. And you could That's just true, see. But maybe like having a drink would make her not talk as much. Like, no, I think it would have made it worse. Because she definitely, well, like, now that I have watched all six seasons and every single episode from Alicia, I'm done. I'm moving on, sister, sister. Uh, I can report back that very much Moesha towards the end of the show and my, like Brandy on say like I couldn't, there's the same people. Like, there was no difference in the way that she was reading from her journal. Like, Moesha in the den like the comments she was making like the little jokes she was trying to make where she was trying to be playful but if you're uh, it, yeah it's very interesting how her person and there's nothing wrong with her person like, I think that Lovey like called it per- like perfectly when she said that like Brandy is awkward black girl and Monica is cool black girl like they wouldn't be friends in school and so she's like that that we're seeing is not necessarily that they dislike each other but their energies are so different and like that like that's what it is she's like Brandy's just an awkward person and Monica is like the cool girl and they just 
it's it's like they kind of like bump heads essentially because of that and i was like i 100 percent see that doesn't have a filter and i can tell you can tell she's one of those people who just blurts like she had said something about one of their conversations whatever early like very early on like the conversation they had this week she was like oh no i shouldn't have said that the blog's gonna pick it up and did it and like you are definitely one of those people who like And also, like, she was famous before, like, they were both famous before, like, you know, the internet was what it was, social media was what it is. So it's like, you know, when they were at the very height of their fame, like, they didn't have to worry about having a filter because they weren't, like, in public in that same way. Like, it was just a different type of thing. Um, So, yeah, you could definitely see that. And it was was hilarious. It was great. We all won, but we won. We won, and they won because yeah. of the song, the songs are all charting right now on iTops, iTunes top 100. So, like, it just, I feel like the lessons from that was, like, don't be afraid to bring up old stuff. Like, obviously, bring out your old content. If it's good content, if it's solid content, your audience is always going to resonate with it. And it gonna yeah, it's wild because, like, it. I used to, like, live inside of the never say never album by brandy and like i would like listen to it all day every day and then like i just don't like listen to it anymore i don't really know why um and so when she was playing some of the songs i mean for both of them it was like there were so many songs i had forgotten all about that i was like oh my god i love these songs but yeah i was just like how do i not listen to especially now that like i can relate to some of them so much more because i am an actual adult now <laughs> like i feel like it's also so funny how like we used to be like in our feelings about these songs and we were like 13 and like didn't really know anything and i'm like yeah we we really didn't know what these songs were truly about we hadn't lived that life but i did read a tweet that was like monica was singing at 12 as if she was like your old like old auntie who's like doing some things yeah Yeah. and then they're like then other people are like oh I'm so glad to see that like she grew up to be like the auntie that like we knew that she could be from the song she sang when she was 12 I was like that is so true the accuracy yeah Yeah. it was you know it was good although I will say that my complaint was that I like Monica was not interested in singing the boy is mine live (laughs) She made that very clear at the end. Um, and th- that is what I wanted is to see them sing that live. Old lady. I went to bed and I got back up on the internet the next day and everybody's like, I cannot believe Monica. And I was like, y'all, why could you not believe this? Do you not see her face? Hour, Monica looked like she was like, look, my car has been outside. I know, <laughs> but I was just like, I, okay. So if she, like, I honestly was like, if she wasn't going to sing it, she should have just been like, all right, guys, I'm out. Cause I'm just like, I waited all, like I waited till the end. Honestly, like I was so tired out like, and everybody I know is just like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm in my thirties now. I'm so tired. <laughs> and yeah, she like the end came and it was like, Brandy was singing her part. And then Monica would like sing her part with her mic down a little bit or just kind of like dance to it. And I was like, no, this is what I came here for. Yeah. Monica did not write the song. And you could tell, like, I just knew early on that she was not going to sing the song. Like, I just, like, I could feel it in my spirit. And I knew that we were going to wait until the end. And I was like, look, I'm going to bed. I do not, like, I really would have obviously loved, we we all would have loved. Even we, like the little video they did with Mackay Pfeiffer, like that was cute on Instagram. Like we we love re- re- reliving our childhoods, but I knew that was gonna happen. That girl's 
She's funny. It was good. It was I would good pay reason. for a concert where they both sing five songs separately and then they come and they sing The Boys Mind at the end. I would pay for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just going to put it out there into the universe if they want to do that. Like, if they just want to recreate the video, re-release a song, I'll, I'm here for that. Like, I think I, this has opened the door for all of the 90s peeps. And I truly am team, like, I don't really, Joey Fatone is local. He's all over Orlando all the time. He's trying to start a versus with the Backstreet Boys. I'm here for it. I'm here um, for it. But like with, a- with actually Justin, and he, I don't care. I don't care who shot at this point. I'm like four or four. I don't care. I want it to happen. Justin don't have to. He could be like Zac Efron in those Disney sing-alongs where he just introduces them and like bounces out. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I know this is like borderline blasphemy, but at this point, I'm kind of okay with NSYNC just being like, all right, Justin. Like, if you're not going to join us, like, we'll just go ahead and do our thing. Like when the Spice Girls did that. Yep. Like they like, they pour gosh. without pop because they're just like <laughs> she doesn't have the time for us and she's not going to change her mind. So like let's just go get the bag and I'm like I still enjoy it like I love Posh but like I still enjoy it without her that's fine so I kind of feel that way about Justin it's like literally fans have been begging for years and he's just he's not doing anything so what is the problem he put out that man in the woods album and it's like does great. he not like money no um but we like money so we're gonna talk about our bucket list goals but I'm just putting that out there if you, you know like let's all tweet Timbaland and Swiss Beats and tell them. Also, they should have played the whole Impossible song, but that's I guess another story for another day. Okay, so we have it's the the season of fall is around the corner. It is TikToking on the doors, nineteen days away. So we should have (laughs) fall bucket lists, and we're gonna talk about some of our business goals and some of our personal goals that we want to do in the upcoming season. Even though there's still a pandemic, I feel like I have to say this to everyone because apparently some people have moved on. Um, Mm. I'm still living in the pandemic. It's still a thing. It's still outside. Um, Mm -hmm. These recent conversations about the the cause of death and the things that, you know, they just... It still killed a hundred. It's yeah. What I don't get is like I'm like to me. It's what we already knew. Like we already knew that like if you have other so things, people don't know that, that because people like don't talk to, about death properly. Like, this is also like a thing of like I feel like, like a lot of the people that are like C are the same people that were like, well, you're only gonna get it if you have like something else going on, or or like you're you're only gonna die from it or whatever if you, or you're more likely if you have something else going on or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And then that's what the data shows us. Like what we already knew. Like, so to me, I'm like, but like, to me, that's just like saying like, oh, but yeah. So your friend has lupus. So like she can just die, but I don't. So like, I'm gonna go about my day. Like to me, that's that energy. Like, and I'm just like, I still feel like, first of all, we don't know. First of all, we don't know like what different um, things that can be off or whatever in your body that could cause you to not be able to survive COVID. Like we don't know that yet, you know? And also a lot of people don't know when things are wrong. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times like you catch things much later. So unless you've gone and you've spent literally thousands upon thousands of dollars of testing to make sure that everything in your body is running perfectly, then there's like absolutely no reason that you should think like, oh yeah, no problem. I will survive it no issue because literally like in order to make sure like you would literally have to go spend thousands on different tests yeah there's there's still a pandemic that's all i'm gonna say because apparently i've seen several people be like it's not we're done it it ended so i just wanted to 
be clear that if you're listening to this podcast, we, we are still in the pandemic. So we are going to talk about our business goals and our personal goals for fall. I think maybe we should start with business goals. Yes. yes. And we are going to do three of each. So do you want me to go first? Sure. <laughs> so my first one for business is to sell out of fall candles. Um, so I'm switching up the way that things operate. Um, again, we are very, very young with this product-based business. So we're, you know, just kind of seeing what the best fit is for us. Um, and as of right now, we've been mostly basically pouring to order, um, which is intense. Uh, so what I'm doing for fall is I'm in the process right now of just pouring, pouring, pouring all these fall scented candles ahead of time. I'm going to have a certain amount of each, just limited qu- quantities, and I'm really going to try to sell out of each one. And that is pretty much like my first and biggest business goal for fall. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's key. I have This is the first time that I'm having actual stock in like my house and so there is plenty to to sell right now so i'm trying to get orders out quickly because i don't want backlogs and etc so i didn't uh didn't think i was gonna have stock in my house but i do because that's the way things are gonna go Mm -hmm. so uh, hopefully it's all done by my next big release which is a very short amount of time um because i'm pushing for a, a date that's a halloween day preview and some other um, items, but I am still there's still some items I need to release this week for the fall collection that I didn't. I always try to like like lean in like you're gonna do the same thing like you kind of like just like not release everything at once like a couple mm-hmm. things and then some other things some other things. So that's what is currently happening is that there're gonna be a couple more products added this week. But I am moving into a major release next month. Well, not I mean it's not as big, but it's like a small small major, and then obviously you have holiday. Uh, in November. So it is a crazy time of year, but I guess for a fall business goal would be to, yeah, like get, I have a a numerical goal, obviously. Um, I did reach the first day goal that I had, which was great. And that's all I wanted. I was like 24 hours need to make this amount of money. And it happened because 24 hours of you releasing something new to your audience, to your true fans who are going to purchase from you is usually how you kind of guesstimate your numbers and that helped me guesstimate towards my holiday goals as well. So the fact that I hit and exceeded that 24 hours meant that my holiday estimation was great. So that was kind of my, I guess my first fall goal was to like hit this 24 hour number, so to speak. And that was the thing that happened. So that's kind of like, that has set the precedent, I think for the rest of fall for me, but that was, I guess my first once I can check that off. Cause it was kind of a, a stressful thing. Cause I did, I literally, I think I had like, I was $8 away at some point, uh-huh. I was like, I swear, I have CG. If it's eleven fifty nine and I'm still eight dollars short, I'm gonna like flip a table. <laughs> and I did not have to flip a table. No one died in my house, so it's pretty good. So I think, yeah, learning how to be consistent with your messaging, obviously being on social, having the email, um, sale first. I think those are all things to learn. Which I, I mean, I've learned from other people, and I knew, but it's like implementing those things is also something like you can have plans, but putting the plans in motion are also the other thing. So that's kind of yeah. the first goal that I had. 
Yeah. So I do. I like the idea of like having a monetary goal because I'm like, even if you don't get it, like it gives you that number to strive towards. And and Mm -hmm. like you said, then you also are paying attention to like, okay, so we sold this much. So like, maybe I can expect this around this time of year, this time of day, this time of whatever. So it is really helpful because like you said, like we're at that point where it's like, okay, we have to have stock. So you kind of need to know what, how much do I need to have, you know? So I definitely, I actually didn't make like goals monetarily at first. Um, and, but I've had to like, I went back to like, obviously like pay attention to be like, okay, how, like, I need to look at all these numbers because I need to predict for fall and then eventually for holiday, because it's like, you can't just go in blind, uh, fall and holiday are like another beast. So yeah. Um, so my second goal uh, is to survive Black Friday weekend um, because I've never done Black Friday. Uh, like that whole, you know, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, uh, Cyber Monday, yeah, five days all of, of that. I don't know what, craziness. yeah, I can't remember like what the in-betweens are, but, yeah, or if they're just uh, called anything. Giving Tuesday and then, um, yeah, th- it's like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and then Black Monday, Cyber Monday, and then Giving Tuesday. So it's kind of like the five days that you kind of pigeonhole yourself into to try to make. That's where most retail businesses make them. Yeah, exactly. So like for their year, I you know I have friends that have worked in retail for years. Like I think a lot of people in Orlando uh, work in retail at some point or what or another. Um, so I have a lot of friends that I've seen go through this obviously in a different way than what I will go through it, but still like, it's like, I see that it's a lot. So I'm just like mentally preparing myself for that and for that day and like trying to think of like, okay, am I going to like, what happens if I sell out? Like, am I gonna say, all right, like we'll do more. Like, I, I don't know. I have to, I have to decide on some numbers with that and some limits, I think, because yeah. in my mind, I want to be like, I'll do it all. But I'm like, listen, because then you turn right around, and you have holidays. So, so yeah. yeah. So I just want to be as prepared as I can be for that and to survive that weekend. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to that weekend and I am scared in a reasonable way. <laughs> that makes sense. No, I just did the Rock Your Holiday Promotions course with the Product Boss, which is a podcast and it's two amazing ladies who talk about product-based businesses. And so I did that two, three, maybe even now, like a month ago, uh, where it was just like a email course, like a little bit. It was very short, very free, very like, hey, this is what to do for those five days. This is what to expect, how to set up your emails set up your sales like figure out what you're doing so it like it has changed it revolutionized my life I have all those worksheets i did all that work so i'm done like i'm done planning that which i'm excited about like i'm gone like my image my assets are done the email dates are scheduled like i have spreadsheets out the wahoo like it literally i felt like i was going to college for mm-hmm. a week where i had so like spreadsheets up and notebooks and writing and i had a, a group like we had a accountability group that we were in that like six or seven of us who are all moms were try and very different very very different businesses like i don't think any of us sold anything that overlapped maybe one person had art prints but the art was was very different very very different very different target markets very different areas regions so it was good to have that and like talk about it and so yeah that was like my my holiday thing so i feel like i'm less stressed about the idea because i know that it's such a it's a crazy time and because we're going through fascism 
<laughs> with yeah. the USPS and them trying to dismantle it and shipping delays depending on where you are in the country and how much your your how much you had your area district has been affected by COVID is where the mail slowdowns are. So places that are surprisingly, which is funny because Florida has not had as much of a mail backup. But some other places that are hot spots have had a lot of issues because the USBA, the postal <laughs> workers are affected by COVID and they have not been able to go in. And obviously other issues with the postmaster that we won't get into because it's super political, but there's just a lot of mail backup right now. So that is also <laughs> something that people are factoring in. Like I, where I order my prints from, where I order my cards from, they like USPS is like, they only, they only have one option now. Like you used to be like the options, like you had several USPS options, but now because they ship from California, it's like you're getting one option and that's the option I choose. Like I choose to ship. I have not had any delays. Thank God thus far. I've not lost a package from them. I've not lost anything, but I'm trying my hardest to spend my money with the postal service because they do it. Like that's, that's what's happening. So um, definitely I think if you are a product-based business, if you have, even if you have service-based business, sometimes you can kind of capitalize on some of the holiday sales situations. You can definitely uh, take advantage of that, but get, done now mm-hmm. be done by the end of the month be done planning have everything ready to go scheduled automatically first of all have it ready because you don't know what's going to happen in the world we don't know the outcome of the election and the way that the election will go has a lot to do with how the sales will go because uh-huh. it's only a couple weeks before and so i actually had my holiday release date on the fourth forgetting that election day was the day before and so I pushed it back <laughs> a week and everybody in my group was like, girl, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? There's an election. I was like, oh yes, that's a bad juju, bad idea. Mm-hmm. Push it back a week because that is going to affect the way people spend money, whether they have to go in the state. Like it just affects so much. So definitely I, I apply, I will send you all the things that I have so you can look at them so you can put, do your own college coursework. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a, a journey, but I think my second goal for the fall really is to, um, your, uh, actually, I think it's this perfect timing to bring in, uh, Allie Newman, who is a previous guest of the show of the wonder jam. I will put a link to her episode. Still one of the best episodes we've had. I'm going to be talking to her later, maybe have her back on the show later on because she's done something that we have been talking about, obviously with service-based business, in how we are running things and how we're separating things that she actually has split off and made three sister brands within the Wonder Jam and brought on two other business partners to run in coordination with her individually because now her husband is basically chief strategy officer and in, in running the Wonder Jam on his own. And she is in, involved in two, three of the other brands. So she's kind of heading off and co-heading and co-leading with some of the other people. And so she talked about this on her Instagram. I'll put a link in. So that is kind of my goal right now is to finalize this rebranding situation of the service-based business. We've just got our new contract done. Like we got our legal stuff done. So we, we, there's a lot of internal work that obviously, and as I talked about before, we can talk about on social, like nobody cares. Um, and this is something she's been working on for a very long time. COVID affected the way they work with their business and they had a studio in Columbus and, you know, had a lot of small businesses there that have been, their clients have lost money and had to shut down. And so she was very transparent about that. And so I was like, I'm so excited because I feel like I am on the same, like we were aligned in the same space and we have been for a lot. Like we started the podcast when she and Adam were thinking about starting their podcast and they did. And so um, it's kind of cool to have somebody in your industry who's your peer, you don't like we don't talk every day and obviously we're not like in but she's like 
on the same I feel like wavelength as me a lot of the time yeah I really like appreciate having someone who's kind of in the same space and mental space I'm very excited to like sit down and talk with her but I'm putting links in the show notes to talk so that's kind of my goal is to kind of like finalize the the branching off in the, the the things that we're doing internally so I'm really trying to get that done and I'm very excited for all the progress that we've made this so far exciting. it's crazy but it's so much work because I actually have a shop that is that's product so I'm like yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of like juggle all the things which is it's not great but it's yeah so that's the goal but I will put a link in the show notes to that because I think the way she like wrote everything I'm like these are the words that I could not say and she had they had social posts on the Wonder Jam lead like explaining a lot of like it's just a lot the way that they announced and verbalized what was happening was in a way that like if you understood it you did and it was very well done but it wasn't like dramatic you know what I mean it wasn't very yeah. dramatic like oh my goodness we're separate you know what I mean it wasn't that at all it was like we have created like through this thing we have birthed other things and that's so hard to do when you're a, a husband and wife business because people think weird things and get real dramatic and I don't know it's, it's it, like we've been navigating a lot of those conversations so I was like someone else has done yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been done so I'm super excited to to have that done and it be done. always helps to see people that you know that you know doing that thing because it's like oh okay like this is relatable like totally can do this I'm not nuts for thinking that this could work like someone's made this work in their area or their you know whatever um so it's just like kind of giving a face to it 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 definitely helps yep it was like, thank you, alignment, alignment. And I, I think we, the universe is doing, it's older we get, we get more woo-woo and weird. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's more alignment in the space of the things that I've been exposed to podcast-wise. And yeah. So I feel like all the lights are green and it's getting kind of like pushed up. So I'm very excited about that. It does, it does feel that way. It is strange. Yeah. I don't, like, obviously everything else is completely on fire, but work is not. No, like my career no. is really like it's not it's it feels weird to have had a good career year amongst everything going yeah. on like I almost feel guilty but yeah definitely it's been a very good year career-wise and it has felt like things have really like come into alignment and just like everything has kind of for both John and I has just kind of like almost fallen into place after you know years of trying to like make it all fit so it's very strange um can't complain but yeah it's wild um so my third thing is actually so I had this goal of like I've always had this goal when I had a product-based business obviously like y'all know that I have a background in photography and I did love doing that for the super long time that I did it um I haven't done it since uh COVID started at all because obvious reasons Um, but that was something that I really wanted to incorporate a lot into my, my product-based business. So originally my plan was to do a soft launch and just do that for, you know, people that I knew or whatever. And then eventually, um, do like, I really wanted to have like essentially like a catalog. And in that catalog, I wanted to work with local places, uh, mostly places where I've created, um, you know, relationships with the owners of like coffee shops and places like that and feature those places and then like have influencers like model the products. Right. Um, so I kind of had like all this, these big plans and there are all these moving parts of it. And then COVID happened and it was like, okay, well I can't, 
I can't photograph any of this right now. Like none of this is going to work right now. So I just kind of had to be like, all right, well, you know, just launch with what you have for right now. Go ahead and, you know, just take, you know, your little photos or whatever and call it a day. But that is something that I would like to, in this season, figure out how to get to that goal in a time, in the time of COVID in a way that is safe for people and myself, if that makes sense. So, you know, now that we know a lot more about it and that sort of thing, um, I don't know if it means like getting the proper PPE um, and then having like maybe just myself be in the store, um, something along those lines so that I can get like this vision out of what I, because to me, it's such a large part of the brand that I want to communicate that I feel like, I feel like no one understands the brand. Obviously, no one doesn't understand the brand the way that I do right now because it's a new brand and I made it. But, you know, it's like I want there's like parts of the brand that I just want people to understand that they can't understand until these photos are done. So essentially, it's like I, I really wanted to have like a catalog per season that would come out. Um, and because I've always loved like I love like those sort of features like in magazines where you have like a spread and it's like featuring, you know, like, oh, we're focusing on the new collection or whatever. And then you have this like beautiful magazine spread of it and it kind of tells a story. Um, So that's always how I wanted to present this brand. But COVID made that not a possibility. Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to see because it looks like COVID is going to be here for a while. As you were saying, like the election decides so many things. So like depending on how it goes, it could mean that things are safer sooner and it could mean that they're not. Um, so that will probably have some stuff to do with it, but yeah, that's something that I'm definitely thinking about. And I'm thinking like that, whether, you know, whether I'm doing that this season or next season or even the season after, depending on whenever I think that I can do it in a safe way, um, it'll be something that I do in Orlando because I have cultivated those relationships here specifically, with um, brick and mortar business owners and with influencers here. So I would just come back from DC to photograph it. But yeah, that is definitely one of my goals is to get that essentially like catalog style, like magazine feature style, like uh, work out for the products that I'm creating. Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think um, I have to put together a wholesale catalog just based on some of the requests I've gotten. And I'm, the idea when I started this, obviously in 2013, was to have like a little photo shoot and it's looked real cute and like doing seasonal things and obviously having people with the products would be helpful, especially women of color, like hands that are brown and black, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like not just, you know, wait, like so people who were getting, so I could send it off a and like pitch, but people have been asking for it. So I'm kind of disappointed that I don't have that opportunity in the same way or maybe coming up. So I think that will be perfect for you and what you're doing and I think it will work perfectly for people to get a catalog especially your like longtime supporters they really want to see how to use the candles in a fun way and how to you know recycle the candles yeah like that's exactly it's like you can put so much information in there and like seasonally have like you know because it's like I think that the goal is often to create more of like a lifestyle brand as opposed to just like, this looks pretty, you know? So it's like such a great place Mm -hmm. to put information, to tell a story and and really to like extend those stories of like what your brand is all about. 
Right. Because each of the candles have their own individual story and they're very like Yeah, they each support like a different, you know, charity and there's a reason for that. Yeah. So it'll be nice to like tie all that together visually. Yeah, I like the idea. I love it. I wanna see it. I want one. I want it printed. I know we shouldn't kill trees. I do not care. (laughs) Uh I will do something else. (laughs) Like I just sometimes you want to physically touch something that is rubber and that's how we it's it sucks because it's like maybe we can do a recycled paper i don't know figure it out but it's like you kind of grew up with that and i totally remember the differences you get you know the difference between the anthropology catalog versus like you know whatever or mm-hmm. like getting delia's catalogs when we were younger or like all these things like there was very representative of the age that we were and so i think there's a nostalgia bit into that too of like wanting to have something that kind of told a story so I do think I hope that's kind of the way for new small businesses we've been talking about how to trend set or create create trends in a way of bringing things back that are more useful because they've been kind of thrown away and discarded as like old or vintage or whatever and there are some of those things that are very useful in business that we don't do anymore because we have software or we're supposed to pay for something that does to replace this thing and I'm like I want to bring back some things and I think the catalogs even if they're just virtual, should be a thing that comes back. I think there is something to be said about storytelling over selling. And I think that's pretty much been my mantra as well mm-hmm. for this year is that doing more storytelling and not so much like, yes. buy now, shop now, yeah. what you want. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So. And I think that there are great ways to do it online. And I think that I would definitely start with that way. Uh, number one, just it being more sustainable. And then number two, um, because when I was a photographer, that is something that, I would often send out to clients would be like an online like catalog per se that would have, you know, different images in it. It would explain the process of what we're going to do. Like, cause a lot of people are like, I don't know what to do during the engagement shoot. So this would have like, what do you wear? Like, what do you do? What to expect? All that stuff. And so it'd be in this longer thing that, um, you know, that I'd have online that I'd be able to send to them. And so I'm like something like along those lines, but I'm also like not against something that would be printed, something that could be um, almost like multi-purpose, like maybe it would have like postcards in it and things like that, that people could utilize. So yeah, just being like more creative with it and like doing what I originally wanted to do before COVID came and kind of made things uh, difficult. But again, I can't complain because like I said, this has gone way, like in my mind, I was like, okay, well, you're not going to do this 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 year. And then like, you know, things were not reopening and I was like, okay, then you're going to have to do this this year. Um, And and it's gone really well. So I can't complain. Yeah. um, My my final goal, I think, is to get my Q1 and Q2 schedule done. Um, I did my, this, I did this release schedule so long ago I feel like it was in January so I feel like I need to be on top of it as much and so I haven't really I've been thinking about I'm already like doing holiday stuff and and having holiday products getting done and figuring out the wrapping paper and other products and how to do that um but I really need to hunker down and get my dates for January and February because if anyone has you know had a a greeting card company is that valentine's day is a real thing it is the Mm -hmm. storm after the storm and it like you have a little bit of a break after christmas just like a little bit and then people immediately start buying valentine's day cards and i really like i don't love valentine's day cards so it's also something where i feel like i need to 
to hunker down those days and obviously Easter and some of those other places. And as we move towards, I think, hopefully going towards some of the final phases of COVID in Q2, Q3, 2021, hopefully, God willing, uh, you know, having to be more resourceful and being upfront ahead of time, because I know people will stop mailing things as well. Like the reality is once we start to open back up and be more flex, people obviously won't be as active with the mail. They won't be sending as many cards. They won't be doing as much. It'll still be the same nerds that have always like uh, paper nerds, fellow paper nerds, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, really trying to be intentional on like preserving Q1 2021 to be really as great as Q4 with the holidays. So I need to get those dates done and have that stuff ready to go because I don't have time to think about it because I still also get a lot of service-based clients at the end of the year. And so if my shop is kind of on auto, whatever, then that way I can really hone in on trying to do really good strategy work to get people through 2021. I'm actually happy with the people I've worked with this quarter in terms of business because they've all been kind of women-owned businesses and a little bit smaller and like trying to like get them in gear to like survive because a lot of them have launched pre-covid or are older established businesses now switching to reopening post like during covid so we're trying to like come up with good strategies use good signage be intentional follow the cdc because the guidelines have changed social distancing is not a word they use anymore so there's so many things that are changing and evolving that i would love to just obviously if it made all the money in the world i would focus on this paper shop and, and getting it done but i can't like i have other SHID to do so I'm like I just need to get Q1 and Q2 scheduled and knowing what my goals would be because typically when I do my scheduling just for transparency sake I have a I write down the amount of products I want to release so for this one I had like this many greeting cards this many note cards this many prints this many do I meet that all the time absolutely not have I met it and exceeded it for some categories depending on how I feel absolutely so just I like to have the benchmarks there so that I know that I need to create this many products for this line, like this line by this date. So I just need to get that all done and click up. If anybody's looked at my click up, I've shown some samples and some of the talks I've done. It looks like a, a military base back there, but that's what's keeping me online. So that is the goal. My final goal for fall is to get that all scheduled out and done. That's a good one because that's going to be around the corner before we know it. Like and I'm, I feel like once we get to November, it's just we're going to blink and it's gonna go by so quickly. And like you're gonna be moving. Like there's so many things that are happening around. Like we still have school, the end of school semester. There's testing, their assessments. Mm-hmm. I have the first parent teacher conferences next week. Like we're there's a lot happening with that world too. Like so I have to be. There's so much happening that I want to automate as much as possible while still being obviously very personable. I don't send a ton of automations out for the shop I have automations going just for, for you know being yeah. efficient and, and not losing money as smart but for the most part I try to be as personable as possible um so all right so we're gonna get into personal fall goals and mine are much less involved so I'm just gonna read all three of them and do a brief explanation of them because they're pretty self-explanatory so number one my number one personal fall goal is to get outside every day. The bar is low, guys. Um, yeah, I just want to make sure that I go outside and see the sun every day. 
because I have not been doing that perfectly. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, but yeah, that is a goal of mine for September is to literally like get outside every day and be outside. I'm not going to set like a, a goal amount of time or say like I have to do a particular workout or anything when I'm outside. The goal is just to get outside. And if I end up being outside for an hour and, you know, working out, then great. But if not, at least I was outside. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is to bake more, uh, because I was actually baking a lot earlier on in this pandemic year, um, kind of back probably when we all were right. And I was like, Oh, this is so great. And I'm enjoying this. And why did I ever stop baking? Like, I love this. This is great. And then I just kind of stopped. Um, so I'm like, let me kind of go back to baking more and, and doing that sort of thing. Cause I enjoy it. I really do. I love it. It's really relaxing to me and it's just fun. Um, and I love to experiment in the kitchen. So as we go into, you know, spooky season and then holiday season, like I definitely want to make sure that I'm baking, you know, probably like once a week or something. And I also think it's a little bit like, it's safer to like drop something off at a friend's house. Like you can just leave it at their front door and be like, Hey, I got something outside for you. So that was kind of, I think part of the reason that I stopped because it was just like John and I all the time. And I was like, my God, we can't eat all of these cookies or all of the stuff all the time. So yeah, I want to bake more. And then the third one is to meditate more. And this is another thing that I was really good at um, throughout this whole year. I've been pretty good at up until like this past month, for whatever reason, I just kind of like went from meditating every day and then just like not. Um, so yeah, this past month I haven't been on it. So I want to get back into that and make sure that I'm meditating every day. Again, for me, it's not so much about the amount of time or whatever, but just making sure that it's a daily practice. So those are the three things that I will be focusing on making sure that I do during this fall season. I'm here for it. I'm here for all the fall things. I don't think I have a uh, specific situation of fall goals because I don't. <laughs> I just I show up and try not to die. Um, it's a good yeah, one, I... you know? <laughs> No, I think um, I, I and I never stopped baking, much to the like demise of like all my friends' porches and like our waistlines. Is that Angelica continued to bake, and her friend has started a bagel company, and so we are all just like, you know what? It yeah, is what it is. My bagel order this morning. It is what it is. You know, we we are carbs are carb chose me like carb life chose me. Um, no, I think um obviously being more intentional about quality time with the people I care about is always the number one goal. It sucks if we're in a pandemic, but I have gotten to see some people that I have not seen since the pandemic started. You know, obviously social distancing, being smart, and, and this person specifically, one of them is high risk, and so I try to do my best. I'm like, you know what? I have been inside long enough where you know me, and you've seen, like, I'm, you know, we can hang out and, and talk and chat, and so it was super refreshing because I was like oh you are you are my people my people I can see my people so doing more of that I have started writing again which I I do every like two or three years I get into a habit and I'm like this is what I'm obsessed about I need to get it all out and so uh that's fun I don't share with anybody nobody reads it it just lives in the cloud and so I'm kind of working on a thing now that I'm really excited about because the idea came up with Nano from Nano like two years ago. Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be our pre my friend and I's like pre Nano 
uh, activity. And then, as you know, I had a, it was a very traumatic year, <laughs> like bad things happened. And so I never wrote the thing. And so I've had this idea and it's been sitting there and now I'm like getting it all out. Like it's just going stop. So that's been my, like, I've like barely got to finish Malisha cause I've been writing on my free time. Like I don't have time. I haven't been reading much, but it's nice to, to write the words. Um, and then I, I guess like obviously stay active and try to be as healthy as possible through the colder months to me when it's colder it's easier for me to be outside and work out and do things I don't like like I, I we were doing great when it was hot but like now that it's COVID it's not the same like I can't do burpees outside in the 90 degree weather and, and you know what I mean like at, like get a mask like it's not the same so I'm excited for it to cool down a little bit and be more aggressive in the outdoor workout space and by outdoor I mean like outside in my like driveway (laughs) so all my neighbors can watch me and watch me do my workouts in the mornings or the evenings and in my little right outside my garage and they can just like get a cup of tea and watch me like fumble through some some hit workouts because that's kind of where it is but uh, yeah I think those things are good I think um yeah I really am hyped about being intentional on the personal time though because the things that I've gotten to do through COVID and the relationships that we've kept and fostered and obviously there have been people that like all of us they're just people who like it the time was up and it was like okay this was great we had a great run (laughs) see you when I see you like you know what I mean like I just I don't have any mean or negative wishes towards them or anything it's just like there are certain people like you just grow out of people people grow out of you you just grow apart like your your interests change my interests is, are not going out and hanging out and partying during a pandemic. I'm sorry. Like, it, it's boring to be. There are people who are genuinely, like, fighting with some of my friends because they refuse to go outside, which is funny. Like, this is so, like, I feel like there are selectively, like, definitely people who need to be out and, like, need to do things. And, like, that's their sanity for their sake. And that's, like, we we are not on alignment. Like, we're not just on the track. Like, I just... I can't relate and we have, you know, I'm comfortable in my home. Like Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable where I am. I'm comfortable with my business. I'm comfortable with the people I I hang out with who are also comfortable in themselves. Like sitting with myself in my, in my space, my quiet, I don't have any, like, obviously we all have mental issues and we all need therapy and we're all dealing with so much, but sitting with myself is not harmful to me. It hasn't hurt me. It hasn't like that journey, this journey of getting to know more about myself hasn't been difficult for me. So it's been, really nice to learn more about myself and like how I react to things and like I like my quality time with myself I like the quality time with the people in my house like I like you know what I mean like my, my kid does not annoy me like I don't need to run away from her right now like she's she's pretty chill like we're living a pretty chill life it's not nobody wants to be around any single person like forever like all the time or, yeah. but it's like I for the sake of safety for other people, obviously, and we found ways to, to do things, go outside and support small business and whatever, but I just Universal don't miss me. Yeah. <laughs> Universal doesn't miss me. Like they don't they don't miss me. Like the you know what I mean? Those things don't miss me. Like I would love to go out and, and, and travel and do some stuff and like see some places and like hang out and maybe I will in the fall so in a safe way but I just yeah. those, like I don't need to go to Dollywood like you know what I mean like, I just... like my mom was like oh it must have been so nice for you to like after being inside for so long to like get to go to like DC and I was like are you kidding me it was terrible because <laughs> like it was so stressful you know what I mean like just like having to travel during all this I don't know to me I'm like if you don't have to I, I can't imagine 
Like, I just, I don't know. It, like, especially because it's a 12-hour drive. So, like, we have to stop to go to the bathroom. Like, it's not a possibility not to. And then we have to stop for gas several times. So, it's just stressful. Like, I would rather not. I'm like, I don't know how they're handling things in South Carolina. I don't want to get gas here. You know, I don't know what's going on in the city or that. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know the numbers of this place or that. But it's just a lot. Like, I'm like, for me, I would rather stay home. I feel like there's plenty to do at home. And, you know, we are lucky because there's a lot of great places, like a lot of great like walking trails and stuff nearby. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to go to a place with a bunch of people right now. Like I'm good. Although I did go to Disney Springs and it really wasn't terrible, but I went before it opened. So yeah, it was chill, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm never going out to have a person though. So it's like, I'm introverted in that sense. And like, you know, Back when, you know, we were in our like late teens, early 20s, and all of our friends were like, let's go to the club and stuff. I was always like, can we not though? And then everybody used to make fun of me because if I, like if it was somebody's birthday and we were all planning to go out, like if I was there, I would make us go to City Walk instead of downtown because like I just did not want to deal with downtown. So everybody would kind of like make that joke like, oh, Christmas coming. We have to go to City Walk. Um, but I'm just like, guys, I just... I don't know. I'm like the city walk had parking. I'm like, yeah, like, there was parking like there, the parking situation like- downtown is not fun. Like I don't yeah. understand. I think it I didn't, didn't care like about where I was going. Like, I just all hate those things like parking, looking for parking. So yeah, the parking situation downtown is trash. The parking at City Walk was super easy. Like there were actual there's actual like good food and stuff like that around if you want to have food. And like there weren't, I don't know, it just wasn't gross. Like it did, like no one peed in the corner, at least for like when I was there. Um, whereas like I feel like downtown Orlando at night, like most of it smells like pee. I'm sorry, like y'all can get mad if you want to, but it that's true. Um, so yeah, it's just like I'm sorry, it's dirty. And am I bougie? Probably, but I just you rather- haven't walked out of Ibar and seen someone throwing up or peeing on the side of the road. Have you ever lived in Orlando? Uh, <laughs> Have you ever seen a person throwing up or peeing in between the railroad tracks on Wall Street? Just like it Did you grew up in your twenties here. It all smells, <laughs> and like I mean, it was very few and far between that they would drag me out to downtown. Like it was maybe once or twice a year, uh, maybe if that. Um, but I was like, fine, I'll go to city walk and I won't complain, but like, you got to meet me halfway. I'm not trying to go to these places. <laughs> like, oh my word. That's so funny. It's wild yeah. to me that there are people that are like, oh, oh my God, I cannot not go to a bar right now. Like I have a friend, she doesn't live in Orlando anymore, but her brother does. And he literally went to a bar as soon as they opened back up. Guess what happened? He got COVID. And while he's alive and like, he's okay because he was a healthy, like young person, he still doesn't have his sense of taste and smell back. Yeah. I like the idea of supporting small business and it has been detrimental to have so many of these small restaurants and and bars and things, hospitality, hotels, construction projects that started that can't like it's nobody wants. That's not fun for anybody. I think there are ways to be a patron at your favorite places that don't involve you hanging out for hours at a time on the inside. And that's just my, my situation. Like that's my preference. Yeah. Like, and every time we go to create, we get four drinks, even though we're two people because we're very extra and we just want to make sure that we're supporting and whatever. We're actually going today when John is out from work um, because they dropped their fall launch. And I was like, they dropped four drinks for fall. So I was like, I'm gonna get all four. Uh, I might like get some without as much like caffeine and stuff. So we don't die. Um, but I was like, I'm going to get all four of them because 
whatever they do, like I'm going to support it, but I either will do curbside or I'll go super early in the morning when no one's there. Um, and they know me there like by name and they know that I am being really, really careful. So they've been really accommodating, which is helpful. And I've gone to chicken multiple times and just done takeout. Um, and so it's like, yeah, there's definitely still ways to support those places. Obviously it gets tricky with certain types of businesses where you might not be able to do takeout and things like that. But I also think that like, I mean, it's a whole nother discussion, but our government has responsibility to make sure that we are taken care of in times like this. That's why we pay taxes. Um, and we'll have a political episode a few, like a month from now, uh, and we can get to <laughs> what should have been done and like what, cause other countries did that. And like, we're able to like do things the right way. And there's, there's multiple ways to have done it better than the way, like we just did it the worst possible way. Basically. Um, there's multiple, uh, ways that could have worked. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a weird time, but like, for me, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm already not at the bar. So it's like not any different for me. You know what I mean? I will say, I hope, like, to go bar situation, like, to go cocktails needs to continue forever. Yeah. Let it not ever not be a thing. Like, I'm not. I I enjoy that. Like, I'd rather get it and leave. (laughs) Um, That sounds good. Actually, a a place that I would love to do that at, but I can't. I will say this. There is one lounge in town that I go to a lot. And if you follow me on Instagram, you already know. But it's at the Grand Destino Towers in Disney. And it's like an outdoor, it's indoor, outdoor, like lounge. And it has like a really pretty like balcony and you can like watch, watch fireworks from it. And they have really good drinks and stuff, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. And I would love to have, like, I, I'm really craving like a non-alcoholic drink from them because it's hot out, but I can't go there because the NBA is there. Yeah. I want the, I want some of the coffee drinks from the Grand Casino for yeah. sure. Yeah. I've been craving them. It's awesome been a while. Drinks. They have really so. nice drinks. And that's where, like, we went for my birthday to that. Um, we went to the restaurant there and then to the lounge there. I love that place. I used to, like, live there. I used to go, like, at least once every other week. It was such a um, good working It's just, like, a too. very chill, like, area. And, yeah, they're all there now. And I'm, like, I'm happy for them, but uh, I would like to go. <laughs> like, But Disney is, like, listen, the NBA pays us more money than you pass holders. So... And I get it. I get it. That's the move I would make too. So well played Disney, I guess. But that's my favorite hotel. And I'm I'm sad that I, I'm most likely assuming I will not be going there before uh, the move because I don't know how long sports goes on, but it seems like it's just continuing. Sports balls. So Do you know about this what is, the yeah. NBA has done? Do you know about that? The who? The NBA. Like when are they going to go home? I don't think they they go home or maybe they are going home now. I think they're aren't they going home because they were strike. I don't. Know. You guys, no, we're they're ignorant. Still there right now they're still there. Yeah. They, I think they have to finish their like game cycle yeah, or whatever, yeah, and then they're done. But then they, I think they come back like not too soon, like because you know it's almost NBA time, regular time now. Oh, like, I don't think they're gonna have a big, you know, and like the NBA starts in like what September, October, like in it, it. Normally, isn't it like the beginning of the NBA season in October, or November? Like it usually is starting, so I feel like they're gonna finish and then, and then like, just take a break yeah. and probably rebubble up like in January or something. Like I don't know. I imagine that they'll probably we'll let some people stay if they want to in the bubble, which would probably be smart, so they don't have to like go through the process again. So I guess I get that, but man, I wish they picked a different hotel. Oh, I'm like, why? What happened to that Star Wars hotel? Is it not open? Can they go stay there? That's not open yet. <laughs> oh, they need to oh, finish it so they can go stay there. When the Star Wars hotel opens, trust me when I say 
you will know because I will be absolutely ridiculous. I will make sure that you are aware. You're going to be on my social media and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't with these two. I'm yeah. I'm going to be from my house. Like, look at all the people staying. I think that was a thing. I, don't, I would love to. I need to. Anyway, we're done talking. The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe, rate, review. This is not what you asked for. We will have real things next week. Actually, this is a lot of what people ask for, but that's fine. I mean, I know, but like, you know, we're, we're in the business category on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure people are like, what? Are we talking about Brandy and Monica? Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, though, because Monica dropped that single in front of 1.2 million people. That was a business move. Look, we will. I will do a Patreon episode, probably where we talk about really big entertainment business moves or something. Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll be able to marry the two for you people who want our opinions on, on so on pop culture stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was just you know I was like, I. It's funny because when I was writing out what I want to talk about, I literally was like. I just need to like text Angelica and be like, I'm calling in black this week and I refuse to talk about anything that isn't like Black Panther and Brandy and Monica because I'm so tired and over it all. So hopefully next week is better, but I'm, I really don't have my hopes up. I know that sounds, I, I want to leave you guys with hope because I'm normally like a positive person, but I don't know. It's real rough guys. So I think if you have any like happy, funny memes and stuff like that, please send them to me. Oh, I will say this. This is cool. Um, last episode, I mentioned like, if you want to be like my pen pal and you want to like do snail mail so that we can like support local small shops, especially Angelica's um, to like DM me signs my DMs and we can be pen pals. And some people actually did that. So that was super cool. And please do that. Um, I would love to have pen pals everywhere because I love just getting to know people from all over and kind of seeing like, what's your life like where you are and how are things going and that sort of thing. So, and I love snail mail. So yeah, definitely keep sliding my DMs for that. Cause that's really awesome. All right, guys. Well, continue to support us and other small businesses and thank you for listening. And we will be back next week as we always will, unless, you know, the ice king comes or the dinosaurs come or any of the other 2020 Jumanji things that did not happen yet. So See you guys next week. See you next week. Bye.